0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of My Athletic Compendium, Uh, another solo episode this week. James did one last week. Uh, The idea behind it is we can't always be together. We're both busy people like everyone else, so uh, we wanted to keep the momentum going and just try and get as consistent as we can with getting out content. Uh, That's one of our goals for this year. Uh, We're looking at growing it a little bit this year um, just to get more content out to you guys, really. Um, so if you could do us a big favour and like it, share it, tell your friends about it uh, just to, to get us out there a little bit more, because um, we really do enjoy doing it so uh, we want to just keep keep the ball rolling with it really. Um, this episode, I want to talk, we touched on it before but I wanted to talk, talk a little bit about recovery um, particularly at this point, um, a lot of people are playing rugby, football at this point in the season you are starting to get a bit of wear and tear, a little bit of damage um, Bodies are starting to become a little bit more fatigued, whether you know are aware of that or not. Uh, even just feeling a little bit lethargic in terms of momentum um, <clears throat> and motivation going into the back end of the season, because uh, it is a long old season, especially you know, my personal experience being through rugby. Um, it just batter you and bruise you a little bit. So it is important to focus on that kind of recovery element. Um, <clears throat> things I kind of look out for as well, because me personally, I have been that person that kind of neglects their body a little bit. Train really hard, really obsessed over performance, and making sure I'm fast and strong and uh, X Y Z uh, throughout the season. But weirdly, recovery wasn't really something that kind of crossed my radar because I was so focused on actually getting better and um, and and getting getting the training done to to improve your performance, but. You kind of neglect recovery you don't see it as being such an important thing uh, until perhaps it's too late um, and it's one of those things as well that you, when you start doing it consistently it, it's a bit of a world change to be honest because you don't realize how much it affects your body and um, doing the the little things to help you recover um, obviously James um, has touched on the kind of nutrition side of things of how important that is in terms of recovery making sure you're replenishing carbohydrate stores making sure you're having loads of protein um, to help your body recover um, from the nutrition side of things um, but the, the little things that you can do in your training program or even at home um, they do require effort there's no, there's no denying that um, you do have to consciously do it um, but um, when you do kind of get consistent with it, get a bit of a routine, do it, make sure you're doing those little things every day, the, the benefits that you get are, are ridiculous, they're unreal. Um, <clears throat> some really simple things that you can do, obviously, like having a morning stretch routine, which doesn't have to last long, five minutes, whatever, just to hit all the key areas. Because especially if you're training Tuesday, Thursday, playing Saturday, you're working full time, like we're not full time athletes, most of us. So... Um, we've got to make sure that, you know, we are aware that when you sat down at a desk all day or sat in a car commuting a lot and um, you are, aren't moving, you know, you're being stuck in this one position, you're working your muscles really, really hard. Um, and then you're fixing them in a position all day, every day. And um, you've got to make sure that you do get a bit of movement in there. So having a morning stretch routine just allows you to get that bit of movement in there in the morning um, to to kind of help your muscles get to the end of range. Um, under you know decent tension but under no resistance Uh, that's really really important Um, just GCSE PE stuff really to be honest Um, other things that you can do um, a big thing that I'm um, I really rate is self myofascial release or foam rolling um, massage guns that kind of thing Um, because (coughs) although there is a bit of a technique to it you do have to kind of learn how to do it um, because just rolling up and down on a foam roller isn't going to do anything really, to be honest. Um, but if you are focusing on those tighter areas, making sure that you are doing it consistently and frequently, uh, there's no point in jumping on a foam roller and beating yourself up for 15 minutes or so, but only doing it once a month. You need to be doing it three times a week, four times a week, or just having it as part of your training routine to do five minutes of foam rolling before your sessions. And... Um, is a really, really important thing that having that frequency and consistency um, several times throughout the week. Uh, massage gun is a really good one. I've actually conveniently got one on hand right here. Um, <clears throat> you can get different attachments for it, but um, essentially it's causing a, a, a vibration in your muscle. It is massaging it. And so if you've got tighter areas, it is kind of trying to massage that tight area out. Um, but also the vibration is promoting blood flow to that area as well um because what you'll get is in a tight muscle because it's all contracted you're not going to get much blood flow through that muscle um so you can get uh blood sort of trapped um you know it's like a f- sort of funnel system your blood will get trapped um and then the red blood cells will then die um and you want to get a bit of circulation through that to get those dead red blood cells back to your lungs back to your heart um to get them back into circulation um <clears throat> To then have proper use of that muscle but also to have a better circulation through your system um, so this kind of helps promote blood flow but also uh, having that massage element to it um, particularly good for like if you play rugby sevens like between games or doing it at halftime as well um, again just to promote that blood flow through the area um, but you don't want to be going really really at it um, because uh, you don't want to damage your muscles during the day, but um, you want to promote that blood flow, so that vibration will help. Um, But yeah, they're a really useful tool, and to be honest, really lazy. You can just kind of do it while you're sat down, so um, they are very, very useful. Um, You know, if you're sat down watching TV, you can just um, uh, have out of there, but... um, they cost not that much. Like you can get a gun, which is hundreds and hundreds, but you can get like this one, I can't remember exactly how much, I think it was like 70 quid, but you can get them for 30, but just be mindful that it might not last ages. Um, but that one's decent. Fire um, liner, I don't, don't even know what brand it is, to be honest, it's uh, probably a dodgy brand, but it seems to work for me. Um, just anything that can hold battery and, and do the job really. Um, you can get mini ones, like tiny little ones, which are good for like the smaller, intricate muscles around your shoulders and traps and stuff. Um, but that, that's fine. That does the job. Um, other rec- recovery techniques, obviously, like we've spoken about, you've got your stretching, you've got your foam rolling, you've got your massage gun. Um, <clears throat> Hot-cold therapy, uh, something as simple as having a morning routine. James is really good for this, is um, he'll have a morning routine of having a cold shower, uh, just for a minute or so, it doesn't have to be long. Um, and then turning into hot, finishing off in, in, in a hot shower. Um, it's a good way to wake up, but it also does promote blood flow. So, what happens is when you have a cold shower, so when you go through that cold therapy, um, you get vasoconstriction. Um, so, think constrict, that's your blood vessels constricting to kind of prevent blood flow to your peripherals. Um, and um, uh, it shunts more towards the centre of your body but then when you get into the warm shower they'll dilate so your blood flow will dilate so it'll go to your peripherals, in, into your arms, into your legs through, um, through all your sort of peripheral muscles and that blood flow again, it's treating it like a flush out system almost um, but also taking your muscles from a con, con, uh, contracted state um, when you're cold, you know, you're know naturally going to contract that's what helps the, the, dip, uh, the vessels constrict Uh, to them being relaxed it's good to just get that little bit of um, sort of uh, activation uh, and um, movement through your muscles as well uh, is really really important Um, so yeah that's a good morning routine me personally i hate it but i do know the benefits of it i used to do it when i was a bit more um, full-time with my rugby now i'm not anymore i don't really personally feel the need for it but um, it is a very, very useful technique to use if you can kind of get into the routine. Um, you do see people doing cold water therapy, which is where you do your sort of breathing techniques before, during and after um, you've dipped into to the water for a few minutes. Um, I don't know massively loads about the whole breathing techniques or anything, but, um, but the cold water therapy is something that's really beneficial for you. Um, so again if you wanted to try that out you can try that out but maybe it's a good idea in the morning to kind of wake you up but um maybe less so in the evening i don't know but um that's that's that is a good technique there Um, and again something that you do genuinely feel the benefits after a few weeks of doing it um and you don't realize but um so yeah hot cold therapy um things like Pilates and yoga and things like that. Like we mentioned, it's kind of on the same spectrum as um, as just stretching in the mornings, but um, perhaps under a little bit more body weight resistance, uh, which is good for core strength and joint stability, but you're also taking your muscles through that end range. So again, something that can be quite, quite beneficial in, in uh, Pilates. So um, <clears throat> yeah, either, just trying to hit you know one or two of these areas, uh, every day or every other day is is going to be massively, massively beneficial. Uh, I can't stress to you enough. Like having the routine is the key thing here, um, because like I mentioned before, it's all good and well doing it once, but um, and, and you will get a bit of benefit from it. But it's going to only be short term. If you want long term benefits, then it's consistency is key. Um, <clears throat> One thing I probably should have mentioned at the start of the episode would probably have been um, what it is about recovery that, that makes you perform better. Um, you know, if you're, whether it's mentally you're feeling lethargic and your body feels a bit knackered, so mentally that's gonna affect you in terms of what you think you're capable of, like that's one side of things, there's a more psychological side of things, but the actual physical benefits. Um, imagine you're, you're training throughout, a four-week block six-week block eight-week block uh, or if you're at this point during the season where you've been playing or training week in week out playing pretty much every week and um, your body's building up this strain strains building and building and building um, and you will be getting stronger you potentially could be getting faster but you'll eventually hit a plateau and um, because your training volume is really really high and not actually able to let your body recover from all of that training um, and that's when you're actually going to get the benefits of the performance um, and <clears throat> if you think of a, like a, an endurance athlete or a, an event athlete i call them and um, so say you're a fighter you go through a training block an eight week training block or so um, and you're building the, the intensity the whole time but then the week before their event their fight their race whatever um, they'll have a deload week which is basically where they focus more more so on recovery and drop the volumes right down so that they can recover. So they're at their peak on their fight time or their race time or whatever that event might be. Um, and that, that recovery deload week is so, so vital um, because it allows you to recover from all of that training to actually get the benefit of, you know, the gains that they've been making. Whereas the interesting thing about football, rugby, team sports, where you're playing week in, week out, you don't have that. Your whole season is training, 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 training. Um, and yeah, you might have a bit of a day off before, um, but a week beats a day of, of rest um, if you've been training at that kind of intensity and that kind of volume. Um, so <clears throat> that's the interesting difference between your team sports and your event sports. Um, so it is good, and that's why the Christmas period is good, especially that we've just come out of, and um, because you do have a couple of weeks to recover. It's probably not great in terms of alcohol and eating and whatever, but um, it does give you that little bit of rest. Um, so, you know, if you hadn't have had all the food, all the alcohol, you probably would be feeling really, really good going back into your games after the new year. Um, so again, something that's really, really vital. And um, I think that's, there are more recovery techniques that Like don't get me wrong, there, there are loads and loads of things that you can do. Again, James will touch more on the nutrition side of things. Um, because that is probably arguably 50% of or more of, of the uh, recovery benefits that you're gonna get is through your nutrition. So I'll let him speak about that one. Um, but I think I'll wrap it up there for this one, keep it quite short, short and sharp like James's, um, just to make it a bit more bite-sized while we're on our own. But um, hopefully that gets you some kind of idea. Um, I think the key point, mainly just being consistent and frequent about it, um, minimum three times a week to actually focus on your recovery even if it's 15 to half an hour and um, to just focus on your recovery methods um, but like I said even better option is just doing little enough